Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm the <laughs> diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. Oh, and I need a new nickname because I'm Joe Garber and I'm not the Virgin Sacrifice anymore because we're in a new season. We are. We're holiday heart hearts. hearts. Holiday season. Holiday hearts. Heart, heart, holiday in with the hearts. <laughs> Uh, we maybe should have spent 15 more seconds and come up with a cuter name <laughs> but, for know. this uh, detour. It will. It'll yes. arrive. It yeah. will, it'll show up at will some it? point during the, the podcast. Okay. The pine scented virgin <laughs> for the holidays. All right. I, how the, about the gift the, wrapped the, virgin? Virgin <laughs> gift? No. Uh, the uh, gift wrapped virgin. The red nose virgin. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're rewatching, are you technically still a virgin? I know. No, now you're the slut. Yeah, the the whore, <laughs> the pine scented whore. <laughs> that does feel real festive. Yeah. It does that when awesome. you put it like that. Rudolph. The pine <laughs> whore. Okay. Excuse Second me. Second time around. Ooh. Oh my goodness. The oh, sloppy Shalmar. second. Yeah. <laughs> Your Joe is the sloppy second. We're doing an extra micro capsule season. We are. We're doing just a straight up <laughs> holiday <laughs> capsule, holiday season. It's holiday with the hearts. Four episodes long a micro before unit. we do something that we are all extremely excited about and we will tell you about in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, our first, <laughs> our first episode that we're doing... Is uh, goes along with the first of the uh, American holidays celebrated in this particular season, Thanksgiving. Yeah, sorry, London office. Yeah, London. That's right. That's right, colonizers. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Get it we, on. we still blame you. Um, <laughs> we watched season five, episode. Wait, episode ten. Mm. Wait, mm. I'm. So, oh mm. my god, I'm terrible. We watched <laughs> Long Lost Love. From season five, episode eight. Very important. Episode eight. <laughs> wow, that's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> Me neither. I thought it was 10. Uh, and Joe, will you tell us what oh. happened in this episode? I guess we should do that. We're pretending like Thanksgiving hasn't already happened. And we start in Washington, D.C., where Jennifer's dad lives, Steve Edwards. And he sees this woman who (laughs) reminds him of a woman that he banged in during the Blitz. And (laughs) so he sees her everywhere all around town because she's clearly stalking him. He approaches her and says, will you come to my house for lunch tomorrow? And she goes and she's kind of a drip. And then the whole episode, he's convinced that she's his daughter because that's what they're, she's trying to convince him to do with her murdering husband who shows up in their garage every single night and they're trying to get the money but she gives her a trust fund but it's not good enough for the murdering husband he wants to murder him so he uh, rigs their boat to explode so he, the daughter dad takes the two daughters fishing and Jonathan discovers that there's a bomb on the boat and he races off on a speedboat through this weird LA gutter trench and saves them <laughs> off the boat and then the boat explodes and Steve Edwards <laughs> believes him and then they have the most awkward three-person Thanksgiving meal with uh, Jennifer and Jonathan and the dad. The end. Goodbye. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Ellen has put on a name tag. Oh, in case we <laughs> forgot. Just... Just a heads up. Oh. Um, In case we forget. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
It's just more like I just looked over and I weirdly have a name tag. <laughs> I wish of I had a name no tag. No discernible origin. Yeah. It's got a cool graphic on the me. side. It's multi purpose name tag. I wish I just had a yeah. name tag randomly that said pine scented whore that I could put on right now. <laughs> I also wish you had a name tag that said that. <laughs> but you know, Christmas is right around the corner, <laughs> yeah. not just on this podcast, but in real life. It's coming up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right around the corner, all around the clock. Okay. Long lost. I know it's love. not long lost heart, it's long lost love. Is murder. Here we go. Okay, so Jonathan and Jennifer are going to visit her father because Jonathan has some business in Washington, D.C. because he has, it's like the Federal Services Division of Heart Industries, so he's doing some shit. <laughs> and so um, Raymond is back as Stephen Edwards, Jennifer's dad, and he is having this weird experience where this kind of Rita Hayworthy looking lady is like just walking around everywhere and uh, quote unquote haunting him and it turns out she is married to this guy with a disgusting bathrobe that haunts me from the last <laughs> time we talked about this and so Jack is greedy and so basically they're conning uh, Jennifer's dad by making him think that he's her biological father but he's not but weirdly she is the daughter of the woman that he was into who he thinks got blown up in the blitz got blitz in the blitz but then Walter's there and there's like a really boring boat bomb mm. that we've talked about a lot and jonathan saves the day because the whole episode jonathan's like mm. <laughs> the end oh nice. and happy thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> nicely done well done hey, thanks that did feel good <laughs> feels good <laughs> okay um i don't know what to add to this so <laughs> let's just see what comes out okay long lost love um, so this woman dyes her hair red, uh, Jennifer red, because her husband said he wants her to, and we don't know why, but then he's like, you look just like your mom, and that's weird. Mm. Um, then we find out that Jonathan and Jennifer are in D.C. to have Thanksgiving with Jennifer's dad while Jonathan does some work also. Um, they're staying at the Edwards Manor. Uh, they <laughs> uh, go to a museum and see this this woman that looks just like a war bang and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he invites her to lunch at the house, which is weird. And then she says, Oh, I'm the daughter of your war bang. And he's like, Oh my God, <laughs> take all of our money. And Jennifer's like, yeah, you can have my money too. And Jonathan's like, what bitch, what? <laughs> and uh, then finds out that she was born a year before uh, Jonathan, um. Jennifer's mom, uh, Jennifer's dad met her. I'm sorry, Warbang. Warbang. <laughs> so that's, wow. that's wow, all wow, I can wow. contribute to this is Warbang. Um, yeah. I have to. I'm not going to belabor it this time around. But Jennifer grew up the, like he lives outside of Washington D.C. in Virginia, and we know that like it's like a very horsey farm that she grew up on. <laughs> uh -huh. But I remain confused by how it is obviously like summer. And they are shooting a Thanksgiving episode to the point where they are just like, we don't give any fucks about this. Like the dad's like, Walter, let's eat on the terrace. It's like, is it Thanksgiving or is yeah. it fake Thanksgiving? <laughs> but then I remembered that I referred to it as a very climate change Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that and I, that, that 
vibe is still very real for me. It oh, is I, very summery. I thought you were going to bring up the fact that that uh, Jennifer's mother, Jennifer's dad lives in the house that the uh, political party that Eve tried to assassinate a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the same house. Is it the so same house? Yes. It's kind of on that hillside. It's the in house, Los Angeles. It's in like, yeah. everything? It is. It's in everything. That definitely was not like a... Uh, washington dc lake or like a <laughs> eastern usa with, the, with, the, with like mount hollywood behind yeah it. <laughs> that lake is weird it's like it's, they're filming mash right behind there yeah it's like a weird channel i don't like that lake it does not feel like it should feel like it's not wanted it to feel yeah it's like a weird it canal. feels like it's three inches deep yes yeah, exactly <laughs> and would not have fish in it that would survive all of the shit that would be running into that lake if it was in California. No. <laughs> all the agricultural runoff. It would be very Springfield, three-eyed fish. Yes. I want to say at the top, too, my love for Heart to Heart is well-documented. I hate this episode of Heart to Heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel... I'm not going to hold... I'm going to not hold back as much, I feel like. And I love Heart to Heart in general. I love it all. You know that. Everyone knows that. This episode sucks. <laughs> this is not the best heart to heart episode by any means. No, I think I went easy on it last time. I watched it. We watched it. Fell asleep. I watched it again today, oh, no. and like still could not pay attention because it is just like whatever vibe they were going for was not achieved in this episode. It was like this. Everyone's kind of a drip. The dad and the long lost love sister, new sister. Those <laughs> characters, those actors are probably great. But these characters give them basically nothing to work with because there's just like, I don't know what it's. They're both just they just seem like they suck to be around the entire time. I don't understand. There's like no <laughs> friendship vibe or anything. And if this character of this sister would have been a little bit more entertaining to watch, this episode could have really worked in a different way. But she is so just like serious and sad about everything it's there it's the i have i feel like they tried to make her sympathetic yeah they tried to they tried to keep her as they they really wanted jack Corey to be the villain and her to just be kind of his accomplice which mm -hmm. which really in in other episodes and in this scenario we want her to be evil like we want her to be kind of mm -hmm. like malicious yeah for our enjoyment. To, to be a more interesting character. Yeah. Either you have to go more evil or you have to go just more fun and over the top. Or like she's having a great time getting to know the hearts. That's just what I would have done. Totally. Make her this like vivacious, cool person that they like are all th thrilled to have in the family. But her whole vibe is like, mm, I have to go back to work. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Yeah, my, I, have I have financial responsibilities. <laughs> my financial responsibility in London. I, I I get how that's like real, and it's like she's <laughs> yeah. downplaying this to to seem real or whatever. But mm -hmm. it's not fun. It's, it's not, not fun. fun to watch. <laughs> it's supposed to be her like conscious is you know catching up with her and being like making yeah. her feel guilty the whole time. But also like what. Well, that's not a that's not a redemptive arc. That's no. that's a that's a redemptive straight line. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, there's no there's nothing to push against. Mm -hmm. Um like I I would rather I would rather see just a just a touch of evil. Yeah. Um to make it fun. It's so funny cuz last night when we were watching it, I I opened my notes app to take notes. Mm -hmm. And I wrote three notes. 
through th- throughout the entire episode. And at one point during the episode, I was like, I'm not taking any notes. And the reason was so that I would stay awake, like and stay and like stay <laughs> oh focused yeah. on the episode, yeah. because otherwise I would just forget whatever the fuck was happening. Mm-hmm. And I looked, so I said, I wrote notes the last time I watched it. Let me look at my notes from last time. <laughs> they were the same notes. <laughs> I got one extra. Awake. I got one extra note this time. Um, but it was just like, yeah, this this episode is bland land. Yeah, it really is. What do you think, I, Ellen? Well, <laughs> this is her favorite um, episode. <laughs> I found it much more engaging this time around, <laughs> which okay. I did not say I now love this episode, mm-hmm. but all, I'm just saying like I found it more engaging. But I feel like the last time we watched it, I think I just basically the whole time we talked about it was like boring right <laughs> mm-hmm. so in between talking about the bathrobe which the bathrobe <laughs> still just really got under my skin for whatever reason it just really is creepy which is maybe effective you know character um element for me with yeah. jack Corey. but um someone seem evil i was sort of surprised that i was not even more bored by it this time because I was really prepared <laughs> to be extra, extra bored. So maybe I psyched myself out of being super bored because I was just like nervous with, I'm going with the holiday, nervous with like Christmas morning excitement about how much more bored I was going to be and then how much more I could talk about how much more bored I was watching it. Uh-huh. But I just wasn't. I actually kind of paid more attention this time. Oh. But I think all it, it didn't really change my overall feelings about it, but I think it really intensified some of my earlier thoughts and maybe are they concerns? I don't know if that's the right word to use, <laughs> but I do. I'll, but I'll use it. Um, I have some concerns. About the plot. <laughs> yeah. That persists. Something. Um. <laughs> the main thing I caught this time going through is I think I had some confusion the first time we watched this about why her husband was just in the garage sometimes, <laughs> that she would meet him in the Hart's garage, why. and I was like, wait, what is he doing? And because he, I didn't catch this until this viewing. He says at the beginning, phones are too dangerous. If you need to talk to me, just meet me in the garage. And at so midnight. At midnight. So he every single night drives to that house, breaks into the garage, and waits for her to meet him if she feels like it, which is, in his mind, less dangerous than giving her a phone call, (laughs) which I just don't understand at all. That doesn't make any sense, but it's just a reason that's written in to get them in the same room with each other that it was so confusing the first time we watched this. Like, where are they? What is he doing? What What's this garage set? It's. I was so confused. And now I get it, and it makes me more mad that I understand what they were doing with that now. Because that doesn't make any sense at all from, like, a narrative standpoint. I feel like it might have been just to use that set. Maybe. Like just <laughs> Sure. We got to get in the garage. Well, so yeah, you, I, got, I got no quibble with the garage set. Yeah, otherwise it's oh, just, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a dining room. Uh, with her on the a phone. restaurant, mm-hmm. and the and the the lake and the three inch deep, yes, so called lake, <laughs> the pond. Yeah, I just don't um, understand why her co- making a phone call is more risky than that, though. <laughs> like, it's, he I screwed mean, up from the beginning. I'm not gonna. I can't argue 
that point, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. When I think about it, is calling someone on the phone easier yeah. and potentially safer than, than breaking into a garage at midnight. Breaking into somebody's house night after night at <laughs> yeah. midnight. But there's a lot of things about the garage that are weird. It seems to have its own place in it has its own reality or something like the yes. garage is in a different dimension uh -huh. because the house that Jennifer grew up in or that we believe are led to believe Jennifer grew up in is enormous mm -hmm. even though we only see tiny bits of it it is enormous mm -hmm. and at one point Jack's being a dick to her in the garage and gets loudly with her and she's like keep your voice down they'll hear you and it's like how are they hearing anything? Yeah. But then that comes up again because Walter and Jonathan both hear a prowler. Mm -hmm. Their words. Yeah. They think they hear a prowler and both of them go outside mm -hmm. and creep around um, in their weird robes and but not gross <laughs> robes. Just Walter's robe is actually amazing. Mm -hmm. Not just by contrast. It's actually just a very good robe. But... Yeah, so I feel like there's just something. Maybe it's Eric. You might know the answer to this. Is there? Could there just be some unusual like space tile or something that would make acoustics <laughs> in a giant mansion um, just all over kind of unusual? Like, I'm is gonna, there a, like a portico or something weird that's? I'm just going to guess sound? that the uh, the serenity of the Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> the Virginia countryside the pastoral. Um, being disturbed by any like mm, pedestrian mm. activity is going to cause some sort of rustle any, yeah. um, <laughs> in this side. Like they don't have dogs. They don't have like there's horses. Like, there are there even horses anymore? Yeah, there are. There there's are, horses. Because yeah. they ride they horses. They ride horses. They ride horses when uh when <laughs> she's like homegirl says go back to work. Your father, he's just super. <laughs> right. She says, I can't remember the other word she says, but she says like so many British Britishy superlatives <laughs> in that one sentence that it's hilarious, right? Yeah. While yeah. on a horse. But not it's writing, uh, almost, not writing English style. Almost no. as if she wasn't British. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was overkill. When I think about that garage set, though, I'm picturing like you know those areas under piers at the beach. That's what I'm picturing oh. when I think of this garage as like a half cave water launch, <laughs> boat launch. That's what I think of when I think about this. Like, garage uh, like so in uh, under the boardwalk. Yeah, yeah. It's uh -huh. like under the boardwalk. out of the sun. Uh huh. <laughs> That's what, I, that's what that set felt like. Like they, I wonder if they just used a set that was under a boardwalk and turned it into a garage or something. It's the the body heat. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I can get down with like the classic, you know, whitewashed garage mm -hmm. vibe. Like, I I can get down with that. But I, what I kind of can't get down with is how weird we are made to feel about jennifer's dad looking at this woman who is yes young enough to be his daughter and it is like you just don't get a sense of what his intention is when he's seeing yeah. this haunting woman yeah and there is something maybe it's just my mind going to a weird creepy place maybe it's about me but that is a creepy vibe it is a creepy vibe and i will tell you why i believe it's a creepy vibe and maybe you agree with me and maybe we already talked about this a couple I years ago certain we did but maybe um, not 
It reminds me of a movie by Brian De Palma called Obsession. Uh, wait, is it called Obsession or Possession? It's called Obsession, right? I think With so. Jean-Vierre Bujol and, uh, and what's his name? Oh, Jean-Vierre. Sexy, sexy uh, older actor. Um, which, spoiler alerts, if, so you don't want, if you don't want Obsession spoiled for you, uh, skip forward 30 seconds, maybe. <laughs> um, Obsession is about a <laughs> fucking guy who sees a woman who looks just like his dead wife and he becomes mm-hmm. obsessed with her and starts to have a relationship with her. Turns out it's his daughter. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Kavomit. Kavomit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian DePuke. <laughs> Brian, De- uh, Brian DeVolma. I was definitely <laughs> thinking about that during this episode, though, because this woman shows up who is the age probably of the woman that he was in love with <laughs> when she died, and then... He doesn't think of her as a daughter because he's never met her before. So he's just thinking, oh, that's a hot girl. Totally. Like, it's, it's it's really weird. weird. It's yeah. really yeah. weird. It's very weird. And it's it it could have I, I can't honestly see a way that it could have been played better. Um, no, they don't like bring that up at all or anything like that. No, it's just, it just doesn't. It, it's so weird because it, I, I wish they would have done it like uh, uh, like he thought like I wish she would have pretended to be a ghost. I think it's, it just would have yeah. been so much more fun. I think all around. To be legitimately haunted be slash haunting yeah. in the, the truest sense of the word. The actor that they chose to play Jennifer's dad is completely wrong for me. Like his oh. vibe is creepy in general. So oh. it doesn't, I don't he's, like his he's amazing, energy. But, but the actor, I'm sure. But yeah. like in this oh, role. Oh, I love Ray Milland. I don't think he fits this role at all. And the way that creepy dinner that they have at the end. And like, there's some moments <laughs> with, where he's mad at Jonathan for Jonathan, you know, researching this woman at all and finding out very easily finding out that she is making all this whole story up. And he gets mad at Jonathan for that. And it's just uncomfortable. I don't but like that. Don't, don't you think that Jonathan is us in this episode? Jonathan is the yes. viewer yes. because yes. from like, just immediately there's like an hour's worth of shots of Jonathan just looking at looking at mm-hmm. um either the real slash fake daughter, mm-hmm. the bathrobe wearing husband of the real fake daughter, and Jennifer's dad. Jonathan looks at each and every one of them with mm-hmm. the same like like what the fuck uh, look the on fuck? his face and <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just like really intense really focused yeah uh what the fuck face. yes and totally incredible and i really enjoyed that this time i'll say that like i i first i was just kind of right there with him like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but then it became delightful and funny and by the by the last time jonathan gave that look i I was just like, this is magical. Yeah. <laughs> magical. I just wish that Jonathan would have left Daddy uh, Edwards on the boat and he should, he would have gotten blown up in the boat at the end. He's just like, oh, fine. You don't believe me? Bye. I'm Honestly, taking my this, wife and it, then you can it, die here with your The episode could have used daughter, a, wife. a murder, a death. Yeah. Th- there's that random but dude not who Walter. shows up too. That's Walter, the like groundskeeper. Who he's is the that? He's... Yeah. Is he in the and whole he's, episode? He's, yeah. Okay. yeah. He takes the bag in the beginning. And, a okay. recurring character. 
oh. with Jennifer's dad. Walter's in the previous He's earlier Edwards episode. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he was there. He's he's cool. I he just, was great. He he was giving I love me him. Billy D vibes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh I love him. But I watched he's this like episode very, twice. Very capable. And the only time I remember him is when Character. he shows up in the lawn at, at like night when they hear the prowler guy, and that's the only time I remember even seeing him in this episode at all. He's like he Yeah, takes he was by the boat. Bags at the beginning. He's mm-hmm. he huh. he delivers the turkey and the cloche. <laughs> mm-hmm. They say his name eight thousand times. Yeah. Really weird. Um but that actor is in three episodes of Heart to Heart. Oh. So he plays Walter twice. Mm-hmm. And then he plays a character with the same name he has in real life, which is Arthur. And it's in the episode where Max goes to Wayward Hearts. Wayward yes. Heart. Yeah. Yes. He is, he's in the gambling cohort. The, the hot house <laughs> card yeah. game. Who's the yeah, actor which is incredible. in the wheelchair with Ruby in... Doggone it's the scientist. Oh, yeah. That's who I would cast as Jennifer's dad. Like a big convivial, <laughs> really he's, friendly. He's not old enough. He's not old enough to be Jennifer's dad. But like that, I guess, yeah, you're right. But that I, style of actor, of like I get character. You. I get you, and I agree. I, I think that, I think they could have cast someone a little more, I don't know, like, a little more scruffy. I don't know. Friendly. Like, like there's, he's so mm-hmm. Ray Milan's so like prim and proper in his role as Stephen Hart or I'm sorry, Stephen Edwards that it's, I get, I, I guess it makes sense that she's like, she's a bit rebellious. She has a rebellious spirit. She's I like, guess. she's scampy, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, <laughs> she's covered in butter and garlic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jennifer is yum. What? She's shrimp scampi. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. People, listen, listener. I just think someone less serious, someone le- like with less of like an army general vibe. I, I guess I, I, I get I get what you're saying, and I I agree with you. But I also agree. I also think that he's great, and that it makes it makes logical sense to me. Hmm. I think the thing that is obviously worth considering is that it's about the star turn of having Ray Milland yeah. mm. on heart to heart, which mm-hmm. is like kind of amazing and cool. And they don't play that card very often throughout yeah. the whole run of the series. But I sort of think like there is something that, that works for me with him, like beyond that part, beyond the Ray Milland-ness of it all mm-hmm. that works for me, which is like, he has such an interesting life. She's like the all-American girl, which I sort of love with the British dad, like the kind of button-up British dad. Mm-hmm. But he's also like very witty. He's very well-read. He's had like such an interesting life as far as we know about it. You know, I, I buy it. Um, yeah. And also, I think it's important to have that contrast between the man that she married in mm-hmm. many ways and mm-hmm. her father. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally true. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the way that, like, I think the scenes where Jonathan goes with the information from, that's right, Danny, the home office in London, <laughs> where it's the it's the big like, ah, oh, shit, where they find mm-hmm. out from like he he gets Jillian's actual birth certificate. Jonathan mm-hmm. gets it because he's looking at everyone. What the fuck? And it says that she was born two years before they met Jennifer's father met her mother. Mm-hmm. So proof. 
that yeah. he is not the biological father. And so Jennifer goes to talk to him about it. And he says some stuff to her that makes it emotionally impossible for her to do that. Yeah. And then Jonathan <laughs> goes in there with it because what the fuck? And uh, Stephen Edwards just goes off on him. Yeah. And it's crazy, but makes sense within that context, right? He's basically like, you know, whatever, and I'm warning you, and you will, mm-hmm. motherfucker, blah, like, blah, butt blah. out, nerd. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it's kind of fun because then they kind of carry that on. Like, he's clearly, like, still angry at Jonathan when he's on the boring boat bomb boat. Yeah. And, like, just kind of where he's like, oh, Jennifer can be without you for five seconds, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, if you excuse me, I'm taking my daughter's fishing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry that sorry that you want the money so bad. And it's like, uh, Jonathan's super rich. But whatever. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I do kind of love that. Mm. Am I falling in love with this episode? No. Yes. Or am I? But no. <laughs> you you but, definitely love it the most out of us. But I just watched it more closely this time. Yeah. That's all. No, it's interesting. What I remember, what I when I think back to this episode, what I remember is people slowly walking around a house that looks like a shitty antique store. Like the <laughs> set decoration <laughs> in this house is wild and wrong for this man living it's there. It's just like staged house. It is very much just staged what? house. Don't you love that pink quilted couch? There's like ten couches in I every room. And then there's that one wall that's just like plants, like just big plants. There's like three giant plants on one of the walls because they're, they're just like we're, we used up all the decorations in all the other rooms. We can't. We have to just put plants in this one. There's like 10 lamps in this shot that I got of of Corey did that one. Yeah. Of uh, Jennifer <laughs> approaching her dad. I That's what I remember is like quietly walking through this house. And then there's this whole scene where Jennifer slowly gets out of bed. I think the first night they're there, there's this t- mm. tense music playing. She walks up to her dad who might be dead, but is just sleeping. And it's just this really <laughs> long sequence for no reason. And I think that's sort of what makes this episode hard to remember. Like, I don't remember anything that happens in the middle because basically nothing to push the plot forward really happens that much. Like. It's just this nebulous people walking through this house. Sort it's, of. it's weirdly played for both, both as a thriller, I think. Yeah. And it's both a thriller and like kind of hardcore emo. Yeah. Uh, intentions for this episode. I don't know if it lands on either. Front. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. It's Definitely it's not. like, I I feel like as a thriller, it's chock full of wasted opportunities. Mm. And yeah. And as a uh, as a like. Did you hear that too? <laughs> Whoa, that was so loud. That's hilarious. Uh, as a uh, as a like interiors style mm-hmm. um, human drama, it mm-hmm. kind of fails at that too. Mm. It just doesn't do the things that it's setting out to do, and I don't know if it's because those things weren't present in our friend Don Rue's yeah, it's Don scripts. <laughs> I knew um, it was coming. Don, <laughs> Don, yet again, you better come on here and defend yourself. <laughs> is his name different in the in the credits? His name is Donald something Ruse. Like yeah. it's, it's like his full name in this one. The, yeah. which, which they do for criminals, Don. Yeah, <laughs> they he, do that. They do uh-uh. that for serial killers. <laughs> he was so proud of this episode he had to put his full name at the uh. top. And or he was weird. like, no one's going to, I'm never using that full name again. 
But it's maybe his Alan Smithy. The script, there's, <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's episodes of Heart to Heart where they do that kind of well. That it's like sort of not. There's different tones to different episodes, and sometimes, and the tone they were going for in this one, I think, is that like slow pace. Something's off. Like you know, something. Someone's in our house, and it's kind of scary. But it just doesn't land, and it might be the fault of the tone just not being there. Like the yeah. whatever director or lighting or like set decoration <laughs> is what I blame because that house looked like garbage. I just feel like all of the elements were misplaced. Like it's it's like you took away someone took away everything that could be thrilling. Yeah. Um or funny mm-hmm. or human. Mm-hmm. Um I I think what's her name? What's what's her name is what I'm going to call her. Um, the Samantha Eggers. Yeah. Mm. From the brood. From the brood <laughs> and dolls. Um, dolls. Ooh. Oof. Uh, it's, it's great. Um, <laughs> she is given nothing. In yeah. this. Like there's nothing for her to do except for like shake her hair out and say, I think we should have gone a shade darker. Mm-hmm. And um, wear a lot of brown. And her we, hair is amazing. Her hair is I wonderful. Mean, She's a, this is an actress that I like and that I mm-hmm. think is has done way more interesting work. And her husband, Jack Corey, who I just viscerally dislike in this and I and I can't figure out why aside from his hair. His hair really bothers me. Uh-huh. Um but I he's the most interesting character in this episode is the the fucking annoying villain yeah because he's the only one adding in like any tension or anything any yeah story. like i i would have just i i if she would have killed someone in the first scene <laughs> or <laughs> you know or like or or like they they ripped up or burned a picture of their last mark yeah like something to make her seem invested in this criminal enterprise well i think we in a way so you're, that, you're saying this episode lacks seasoning i think it <laughs> yeah. I, you, well no how about lacks i just flavor lacks flavor mm-hmm. i think it lacks flavor because i don't think it really does even and I, this i know this is going to be controversial even jennifer's hair <laughs> this episode i like her really hair. bothers me that's, it's that's like a highlight for me oh episode. for me it's a low her light. hair's it's, like a soft mullet it it's is. a soft, soft mullet it's face. a it's a straight up like Laura from accounting haircut. I don't like it. I like, I think she looks cute. It's like a little Sprite elf. That's wait. So Joe is referencing a photo that he took of the TV screen last night of Jennifer in her amazing, like lavender sweater and pop collar. Yeah. Gray shirt. She looks amazing in this Mm -hmm. and she is styled beautifully. Yeah. But that's not what she looked like the rest of this oh, episode. Oh yeah, maybe not. That's why I noticed her hair though. <laughs> that is not what she looked like the rest of this episode. She this this whole thing felt like we got to get an episode out for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Just pack it in. It is. It's missing that flavor and there's a yeah. there's a the moment in the garage, the boathouse garage where she what's her name? Remember is like confronts him about i'll never forget you're not gonna be you're not gonna be happy with just the trust fund you want to kill him and get his will yeah and then and he's like shut up about it and she's like i'm gonna go tell everyone and he just slaps her across the face and then all of that tension that could have been like she then becomes a hostage sort of but it's like not used for any sort of tension in the second half of the episode it's kind of just like 
fades out, goes away, and like she knows that he's gonna kill somebody probably and try to kill him, but she doesn't say anything. It's just like none of that is used for any great tension that it could have been used for. That's totally. like the story where she decides to change her mind or whatever, or doesn't want to go as far as him. That's an interesting story of this couple that she's she's in too deep basically mm-hmm. but it's just like right. the character gives nothing about any of that it's just like, yeah she doesn't get a lot of opportunities to show us that yeah but there's for me there's like two important scenes that basically just are like plink mm-hmm. and don't really happen or they don't happen on camera but the timing of it makes them seem like they happen weirdly fast mm-hmm. so the first one is that her dad immediately like she says, like, my name is Jillian Rawlings. Oh, yeah. You know, like that one on the patio where she weirdly comes to lunch with this person that has been, like, just creeping on her. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then cut to commercial. And they, then immediately he's like, I saw her passport yeah. to Jennifer and Jonathan. It's like, what? What? Like, yeah. you literally, like, yeah. just came off the patio. Like, we saw you walking from there. Like, that is so weird. Yes. Uh-huh. And then the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then the other part that happens is that Jillian has her crisis of conscience. Like she will uh, bilk this uh, old man that was in love with her mother. That's mm-hmm. weird that 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 never like that never really is a factor for her. As, yeah. Or she's not she's not allowed to explore that. Like it's her real mother. Right. Um, but the she gives them back the necklace that they bought for her to kind of be like, welcome to the family. Like, here's a not very flattering necklace. <laughs> and they, uh-huh. she gives back the necklace. And so then we know that she's about to break. Like She's cracking. And, but then it's like, that doesn't happen on camera. And then almost immediately, everybody's like, it's just cutting to something that is delightful to me, which as I mentioned earlier, is Jennifer's dad being still mad at Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> and they get in the boat and go fishing. Like, I'm going fishing with my two daughters. Yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> like, got it. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It is just like all the drama is just sped through in a way that doesn't, mm-hmm. it's, it's so unsatisfying the way that the stories develop. But you have to leave room for Jonathan to fist fight with Jack Corey. And then they have like a oh, crazy, yeah. weird, like harpoon moment or something, whatever you call that thing, the hook yeah, that's like a giant fire poker or whatever that maybe used to like pull on ropes on a boat. I'm not sure what it is, but they both get it and they both like threaten each yeah. other with it. Oh and God. this time when I was watching, I was like, it'd be cool if he just stabbed him in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just ends him. <laughs> and just bleh, like it's just really gross and that bloody cool. and messed up. The yeah. only thing I remember from that climactic battle is mm-hmm. uh the when the the stuntmen are introduced yeah. by uh the Jonathan stuntman doing this leaping <laughs> cat hug to, yeah to to but very Jack's on brand Sunman. for jonathan very on brand it was perfect yeah. like it, but mm-hmm. that's it's always a treat mm-hmm. um otherwise i don't remember like i i don't remember the harpoony hook thing oh it's i mean it's like they're tussling but there's a harpoon yeah hook they're thing. definitely and it like telescopes i think jonathan extends it at one point as oh. a threat like he telescopes it out a little bit more <laughs> it's like, like uh like street poseidon yeah um <laughs> yeah but they're like they're really like the fight is brief but it is intense mm-hmm. but then of course because the three inch deep lake is sort of like on a it seems <laughs> yeah. like a golf course yeah. that 
the part that this time, I don't even know if I paid attention to this last time because I was so bored. Mm-hmm. Like the they're they're viciously fist fighting, but like Ray Milland and everyone is they're in the boat like fifteen feet away or something. Like it's <laughs> yeah, technically totally. like yes. they're on the other side of the thing, but it's like yeah. is anyone noticing that? You know? <laughs> right. Why isn't anything and then, Why his name? and then he's like, Walter, take care of it. And then he gets in the rowboat to go save everybody. And then it is the longest 14 seconds when yes. they're going back and forth about get out of the boat, get out of, get yeah. out of the boat. Get out of the-. It's like, wow, that seems like 14 years. Yeah. And that lake is like 300 square feet. You're right. And it's like, <laughs> and but Jonathan, there's like three boats at that dock for some reason. And Jonathan goes speeding out in that rowboat with the, the motor on it. <laughs> <laughs> very very weird but i did keep i kept thinking of that hooky thing i was like in my mind the whole fight i was like is that even sharp i don't even think that's sharp because it's not a harpoon i don't think it's like you're it, it's like it's a thing to like gather a, rope it's like a fireplace poker yeah for docks. <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know it's a dock poker it's like the thing yeah. to hook the edge of a boat to pull it closer to the dock and I'm, oh yeah yeah that's exactly what it is what is the name of that thing i have no we're gonna idea. be bummed when people like it's probably tell us like a shim, like, shim oh, yeah, sucker or something like that shim shimmery reed um, <laughs> a shallow sh- shoulder oh <laughs> what, I, what? I see what it is <laughs> what <laughs> Did you find it already? What is it? Some nautical terminology. I, I know you. I know A what it Jack is. Jack Corey Stabber. Yeah. It's time for pick <laughs> your poke. <laughs> and the light went out Joe right. Joe hates this episode, <laughs> and I hate you. <laughs> I. You can't say poker. Over and yeah. over again. <laughs> I already said poker once about. The guy that plays Walter. I don't even know how to Google <laughs> boat poker. <laughs> like, what do you? How do you even Google what that would be? What is that thing? Oh, and there's oh a there's a hand in it, poker called a full full boat. So this isn't go. This is going oh nowhere. My God. It looks like a. I mean, I guess it doesn't look. It looks more like a fireplace poker than it looks like a harpoon. Right. Yeah, it's a harpo because it doesn't have the poker. crazy. I have to go to the bathroom while you think of. Oh, <laughs> no! I already know mine. I I already don't know mine. <laughs> um, hold on one moment, please. Yeah. I'm still trying to Google this. <laughs> I cannot figure out what that is. It might just be a harpoon, like a modern harpoon, though. I want to know if that's what it is. <laughs> a modern harpoon, because it's like. <laughs> Kind of not weird like shape. a not that Moby Dick shit. No, it's no like that. it's an 1983. <laughs> it's an 80s harpoon. Um, <laughs> why is there a harpoon on that lake that is 300 feet across? Though there's no reason that lake is a lake, and lake is in quotes. Um, it's, it's a, a lake of extremes. It's a docking pole. A docking oh. pole. So you can't okay. stab somebody with that. You can't. I mean, Maybe I you think could you can stab people with almost 80s. anything if you try hard enough. <laughs> if you push hard enough. But uh, like, but Jonathan puts it to that guy's neck at one point. Yeah, as if it's yeah. sharp. Maybe they thought it was a harpoon too. I mean, you can again. You could <laughs> fuck somebody up with the docking pole. Yeah, yeah. He's like that makes total sense with it. That's of course that's, that's what it is. Do you, you want to know what I go- <laughs> what I Google to find yeah. it? Yes. Did you Google? Harpoon. Let me just say it was two words. Poker. It was two words. It wasn't harpoon poker. 
<laughs> doc. Poke. Doc stick. Doc stick. Doc harpoon. Boat poker. Doc snagger. <laughs> <laughs> Doc snagger. Wow. And it Doc works. Doc snagger is a character from Deadwood. <laughs> Doc snagger. Doc snagger. Doc snagger. Uh, they killed Doc snagger in out, out by the out by the the watering hole. I keep picturing now as the scene instead of Jonathan tries to stab him with it, but it's not sharp, so it doesn't go in. So he just like slowly crushes his rib cage, and they're both like screaming in surprise that it's not sharp enough to stab him. He's really horrified. But they're both like, "What the fuck is going on?" And it slowly just crushes his chest in. That would make me like the episode a lot more. That would be very Saving Private Ryan. That would be memorable. His eyeballs pop out because of all the pressure. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's so, a there's a point where Jonathan has to, he's like he he's gone too far and it's yeah. so horrific but he either has to go further to yeah, finish to him off yeah. or to or he has to stop and try to save him and he decides to finish him off. <laughs> I want that scene only if it is intercut with every single time Jonathan's looking at everyone with the what the fuck face mm. because that would make that the greatest scene of all time. Yes, yeah, definitely. Everyone's staring and screaming. Also, this is the second fishing scene in the episode, <laughs> right? And also, there's an also yeah, there. Well, just uh, rewrite for the ending. To, yeah, furthermore. Ergo. To make, <laughs> yeah, ergo. <laughs> this is the end of the Matrix Revolutions. Ergo. The scene at the end with the very uncomfortable, weird Turkey shaving, what's that called? <laughs> Slicing. <laughs> it's called Doc Turk Snagger. Snagging. The Doc Snagging of the turkey. When Bird snagging. Peter Edwards. <laughs> what's his name? Stephen Edwards. Fuck. This is amazing. He's, he gives the de- de- evolution of this. I know. He gives Jonathan the honor of shaving the turkey or whatever it's called. <laughs> Slicing it up. Carving. And he says, for the more turkey harpoon. He says, for more years than I care to remember, I've been carving the turkey, which is like just a, such a loaded statement for okay. more years than you care to remember. But well, but can we can we pause this? Because I really well, I really want to talk about the Thanksgiving meal, because this is a, an episode about Thanksgiving. OK, I'll come back. I'll circle back I to this point. Have oh, a pick your to poke. Yeah, we also have to pick everything. our pokes. My okay. poke is the doc snagger. <laughs> there's really no it's a pokeless episode ellen walter yeah i'm i'm and i have to say this before i forget it that walter again he walter is the hero of this episode yes unflappable cool well-dressed helpful this is steven nice right? looking walter but he tips jonathan off that there might be a boring boat bomb because he says the boats have, have been, been disturbed. disturbed. I, but he I says have that in my notes. With the lug, <laughs> that disturbed. was that was my new note. <laughs> disturbing. Disturbed. Disturbing uh, behavior. <laughs> pokeless episode for me as well. Disturbed. Uh, thoroughly pokeless mm-hmm. in so many senses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We chose to watch this episode because it is a Thanksgiving. It's the Thanksgiving episode right. of Heart mm-hmm. to Heart. Mm-hmm. 
And Thanksgiving was three sur- weeks ago. <laughs> for five seasons of television, a surprisingly few number of holiday-specific episodes, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's great because I feel like, it, just like in this case, sometimes a holiday episode is a way to fall back on your laurels and not produce something of, <laughs> of much interest. Which is what they chose to um, do for. This Thanksgiving you... meal. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is a... 14 to 16 pound turkey. Yeah. Um, there is also a ham, a giant ham. Oh my God. Like, oh, I miss the ham. Yeah. It's one of the biggest hams I've ever seen. And it's thrilling. Yeah. It, it is still hanging. I sadly was, of course, just like looking at the ham, like, I want, I want some ham. ham. I could use some ham. ham. Does it have a pineapple ham. ring on it? No, but it had, it was scored and had. Uh, With the cloves? Yes, it had the clove dots. So it looked like, it looked like a quilted jacket. Mm. Um, and then there was a, a bowl of white, which I'm assuming was mashed potatoes, although it could have been ambrosia. <laughs> or a bowl of white. Mm. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving. What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving, Ellen? I well, mean, like they, as a as an American holiday that we oh. have been forced to celebrate throughout most of our lives. <laughs> oh, can I talk about it? Some heart to heart Thanksgiving Absolutely. Though? Okay, because um, Ray Milan refers to um, the Edwards Thanksgiving as practically a tradition. Practically, <laughs> practically, <laughs> <laughs> it's practically a tradition. It's not quite a tradition, but we're almost there. Yeah, that makes almost sense. Tradition. Because in the beginning of the episode, he's like, well, Jennifer's calling him. He's like, will you be here for Thanksgiving? And she's like, we'll be there in four hours. It's, it's like, <laughs> what? They didn't know. Okay, That's also, anyways, were on. they there for like a week? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because they say something like, it's Tuesday or whatever. And then it's like, wait, is it Friday. Tuesday it's, before? It starts oh, it's Friday. on Friday. It's, it's like the week before Thanksgiving Jesus. that they arrive, right? Mm. And then they take forever walking around the house, as mm. Joe pointed out. Slowly, slowly walking, walking around. around. Yeah. They take a whole upset. week. Looking at different boat snaggers. Jonathan says, my thoughts were with turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pies. Like, Jonathan, I'm wish- with you. This episode, yeah. the whole time, I am with you. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan, we are shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> I feel you. I've never felt closer to you mm-hmm. than in any episode. There, I can say that. That is my truth. Yes. <laughs> but thoughts on actual Thanksgiving? I mean, I, I'm not asking for, like, political treaties. Just, just like, how we celebrate what well, we never do. mind then. <laughs> um, I love to eat the foods that are associated with Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. As a child, Thanksgiving was one of my favorite times to be with uh, our family on my grandparents' like farm, and it was always snowy, and deer would come to the window, and all that sounds like bullshit, uh, but it's totally wow. true. And so it's Douglas like, Sirk. Yeah, <laughs> we're in this. Rockwell. Yeah, we're in this like fist-sized um, farmhouse with naughty pine paneling, and it's snowy. Ellen, Ellen would eat all the turkey that heaven allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That sounds amazing. Because yeah, leave her to heaven. With the character named Helen. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. <laughs> I love Friendsgiving. And um, yeah. Friendsgiving is something that, I don't know. I just, I just mm. like the opportunity to share a meal in a way that 
feels special. And so that yes. is what Thanksgiving is to me. Um, I love that in this episode, Max um, says he has purchased a 15 pound Thanksgiving, but the hearts are ditching out on him mm. in freeway, but he is going to have a picnic. So Max is going to have Friendsgiving with Slapsy, Little Al and Louie. <laughs> Slapsy, yeah. Slapsy. I love that. My, actually, I, too, I I revised my poke. My poke is Slapsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no surprises was, there. At first, I thought it was Slopsy. Maybe uh, it is. I think it's Slapsy. Slapsy. I hope I it's love Slapsy. That name. I wonder what Slapsy. Maybe it's like. Slapsy. Slapsy is more fun. I wish Slapsy's the episode more action. The packed. camera just followed them because it probably would have been a better episode of of Heart to Heart. Honestly, it would have been great to have at least a parallel storyline going. Totally, because yeah. they yeah. they are at the racetrack, right? Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. three people at a giant Thanksgiving table like that is just very depressing. It was such a waste of food. I I can't get over the waste of food mm. aspect of it. Even Walter, <laughs> who but like, don't you think Walter's invited. like doing like Scatman Carruthers? The, what you think Walter is eating? 10 pounds of turkey. <laughs> I think Walter's just in his his quarters, like just absolutely fine. Yeah, probably. Watching the boob tube, just yeah. chilling. With nudie photos everywhere. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, the, the three people and a giant turkey really bothers me. Like that's, yeah. Also, there's, there's a thing. Okay. I don't like turkey. Oh yeah. I've, I've said this before. I'm sure not a fan of turkey. I have made a turkey every year for the last like fucking 15 years or something. And this year I decided I wasn't going to do it and I didn't. And it was the best decision I've ever made. Uh, I, I made braised colonizer instead and it was delicious. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, when I did make a turkey every year, there is there's always this mythology about the carving of the turkey, particularly like tableside carving of a turkey. Oh yeah, which which is such a weird, weird ritual. I get it; it makes sense. It's a it's a ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never it's never happened in my house. Like my family growing up, there was never they they bring out the whole bird and then cut it into awkward slices. Mm-hmm. In front Rest of everyone. first in front of everybody. That never happened. It was always cut up beforehand and then brought out in pieces, which is so much smarter. <laughs> I just, every time I see someone start carving a turkey from the breast, from the front of the breast, I get irrationally angry. It is weird. <laughs> because one, you're just giving, one, this person is getting a slice of skin which is, <laughs> which I guess that's like the the honored guest gets the mm-hmm. slice of really nice brown skin, um, but what a weird! Uh, I do, I don't get it. I don't get it. Always do it too with that little electric saw. But what you should, <laughs> what you need to do is you cut the whole breast out of the carcass and lay it down, and then you slice it. You saw it into slices. Hmm. So that everyone gets some skin and everyone yeah. gets meat. I like to put mine on the dock and then go at it with the boat snagger. <laughs> That's how the I do it. Call, call good old Doc Snagger. <laughs> doc Snagger. That's how um, I... Uh, doc Snagger. He lived around I, these parts in 25 years. Alpha male, I my... I don't know the like the historical meaning of someone carving. 
you know, like there's, I'm sure there's a certain point where it either moves its way up from lower classes or migrates its way down. Yeah. But, um, but in terms of it being a moment where the head of household actually participates with the food that way seems mm-hmm. at odds with certain time periods and, and things. So it'd be interesting to consider the meaning of that. I don't know what it is, but. I think my family is just very like kind of like casual about all kinds of things. So Mm. like, I think it just kind of went back and forth because everybody at that time is just desperate to eat. I'm just assuming that it has something to do with uh, a patriarchal ritual of the provider. Yeah, Um, sure. Yeah, probably. The hunter. Particularly with the table, the table side version of it, where it's like Mm -hmm. where it is always like the head of the house. And there is... This Everybody's waiting. Yeah. yeah. Television specific ritual that I've only seen on television. I've never been present in real life with something like this where it's like, well, no, 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 don't touch the turkey because grandpa does it yeah. or dad does it. Like, like I've never ritual alpha thing ever been present for that. Like mm-hmm. I every, all 15 years that I made the turkey, I would have killed for someone else to fucking cut that bitch up. Mm. I didn't want to do it. It's yeah. more work. I didn't want to do it. Uh, but it's it's just what you do. And my aunt Jackie, who was the food prep of my, of the Garraway family, mm-hmm. she would bring it just cut up for one. Like it would show up at mm-hmm. grandma's house all cut up under foil with her amazing dressing, which we still cannot replicate. Um, but yeah, like these, <laughs> this, it seems like a television ritual to me. Hmm. Yeah, it's out there. But Joe, I've yet to meet anybody that has contradicted this. No one's like, "Oh, that's yeah." In my house, my dad had to carve the turkey. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just googled it. <laughs> <laughs> the top answer from Brainly.com says it symbolizes the reparations that Germany had to m- make to the Allied countries. <laughs> What? I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't think we can trust the the internet anymore, y'all. Yeah. Uh, The internet has been infiltrated. Carving a turkey? Yeah, I don't know. It probably comes from the hunter when they would, like, prepare the animal for being put on the fire, I'm sure, is, like, what it comes from. When it would just, like, they would slice the animal apart and get the meat out. I My new favorite Thanksgiving food is pizza rolls. (laughs) Being vegan, Thanksgiving is not uh, like my territory, but I do love, I love the holiday, a holiday where you just sit and have dinner with people. I love that so Mm. much. I love eating to eat. I wish we had more of those. It's really just Thanksgiving for us. I mean, obviously you can have like a dinner party anytime you want, but um, we talk about doing that like every year and then we just end up doing things, big Thanksgiving with friends. And that's so lovely. I really like just sitting around the table and everybody hanging out and eating food and Eric loves cooking. So it's really nice. I sure do. I like that stuff. I saw one of my I mean, internet videos this year and it was a guy, <laughs> it was a person yelling about like, have fun celebrating your genocide. That whole, you know, that whole Yes. Uh, thing. Not wrong. I was like, yeah, uh, legitimate, no, legitimate complaint. <laughs> but I, but I was, it's just so like, oh, you're at that age. Okay. Like that's the age that that person was at where it's just like, yeah, we can definitely recognize that, the, that all of America has horrible roots, but we can still gather with friends and family around the table for this holiday. I think without, you know, celebrating genocide or whatever 
bullshit. I for me, it's the 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 excuse to gather people together and feed them is mm-hmm. so big for me. It's like a huge thing for me, and because we live in a, in a country where everyone is forced to work themselves to death, yeah, and we have two days a year, two days of the year that people actually can't like they're yeah. they're forced <laughs> by law to not go to work mm-hmm. uh that's the day to feed them yeah to me yeah totally that's the day so and and yeah it's fucking thanksgiving and we don't put up thanksgiving decorations we no. have nothing we have no, the, nary a pilgrim thing <laughs> in my house <laughs> uh and as of as of this year and forever on ain't no turkeys getting cooked in my house in fact if live turkeys want to come here for refuge yeah they're welcome we'll, we'll pardon them i will like fuck a pardon been... i will underground railroad some turkeys right now like yeah. i will i will get it done since it, uh oh go ahead yeah it it's all about the sides for me oh yeah of course definitely they live for those sides. That's been so such a big. confusing since like stopping eating meat is like every single year they there's a turkey made and nobody likes it. It feels like every year everyone's like, I don't huh. really like turkey. I don't really like it. And yet one is cooked every year. That's yeah. a very confusing. That was oh, my family. I like my, it. From the outside. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I do. I don't care for it. I mean. Everyone always but, says it's dry. Hmm. I just find I turkey I've never flavorless. cooked one. Oh. Ever. Never have I ever. But now that Eric's not doing it, yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick up that mantle. That's fine. Start cooking mantle, a turkey. And Please do it. Wreck a giant piece of animal. Of living of living being. <laughs> a front breast. Yeah. Chunk. I mean, so since I decided not to make a turkey and Joe said, can you make pizza rolls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My new favorite. I was food. like, hell yes. You, I will make pizza rolls because why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah. That was so good. But I did do well, mac. I did mac and cheese and I did. Uh, I took a poll with all of our guests and said, uh-huh. who wants mashed potatoes? Like are mashed potatoes important? And no one stood up for mashed potatoes mm. so oh, i excise those bitches no mashed potatoes there was mac and cheese there was collard greens there was black eyed peas there was cornbread mm. um and brisket yeah and pizza rolls <laughs> pizza rolls <laughs> just for me just for joe and That's i told so everyone good. not to eat them because they were for joe <laughs> um well as i told you as off pod i ate dim sum with my mom and I ate dim sum mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, but I have had, I've had many Thanksgivings that ended up um, eating delicious Chinese mm. takeout. Um, but I did cook Thanksgiving sides for um, a vegetarian friend, oh. and I really enjoyed doing that. Nice. I just it was great to just on the day take part of the that time, which is a gift, and mm-hmm. just. <laughs> consider vegetarian thanksgiving oh yeah what'd you make stuffing and mashed potatoes and all that i made a leek and mushroom stuffing Mm. oh so did i heavy on the sage i did brussels sprouts with um gochujang uh what did i do gochujang walnuts I was I didn't have any pecans. I don't know why I'm blanking now. Anyways, roasted Brussels sprouts and some shit. 
and um, I did raw sahonut roasted carrots. Ooh. Oh shit! With um, dukkha on top, and then because um, everything was kind of highly seasoned, then I just roasted some sweet potato wedges with a little bit of little bit of salt and olive oil, and then I braised some greens with just a splash of um, balsamic vinegar. Nice. That sounds awesome. Oh, I made a sweet potato pie, too. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which was incredible. I made, yeah, I, I, finally, I, I made a vegan sweet potato dessert. pie that I... It's the one that I can stand by vegan so far. Vegan and gluten-free. It was vegan and gluten-free, yeah, but it, it was, was... so good. The I didn't make the crust. I just bought vegan... Or not vegan. Well, it was vegan, but uh, gluten-free puff pastry mm-hmm. and uh-huh. made that into the crust. Yeah, that was delicious. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, sweet potato pie. Yeah, we had a bunch of friends over. Our friends' parents came, which was really sweet. They were oh, really nice. nice. Yeah. And they were from the South, which I was just like, okay, shit. Yeah. Like, I better really, <laughs> I got to step this up. Yeah. <laughs> your, your cornbread of Northern aggression. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was also because I was like, shit, everything I'm making is vegan and gluten-free except for the mac and cheese and the brisket. Mm. So, and the, these two old Southerners are coming, like, damn, like, I better, I better be good at this. Like, this better be good. They compliment And they seemed, they seemed to enjoy it. They sussed out your uh, your southern heritage. Mac and cheese was not on the table in our at my family's Thanksgivings, so that was new to me when I experienced it mm. at other times at delightful other meals. But um, it's also a relatively the green bean casserole, I had not ever had oh, until yeah. I went to someone else's thing. We that all the time. In the 80s, we had green bean casserole, and, and then it changed to broccoli casserole, which my huh. mom made and was actually really, really good. But I don't do any sort of casserole things. Mm. I switched it up to mac and cheese. Mm. I dig I dig casserole. Like, when my mom was still doing Thanksgiving, I would just be like, I'm going to make cornbread and chorizo stuffing with green chilies. I'm going to make, oh. you know, like, just always just kind of bastardizing uh the stuff supplementing the pre-existing traditional sides Mm -hmm. but i got really into making like a version of corn pudding ooh, which i really dig nice corn pone corn is that what it well that's mm. what that's the well that's one name for it (laughs) really never heard that before it's good i wish instead yeah. of uh cranberry sauce which nobody seems to like we would do that there at oktoberfest they do this like lingonberry sauce oh, yeah it's like a lingonberry mm. jam yeah and, and that with savory stuff is so fucking it's good. it's the exact same principle yeah it's the exact same yeah. principle it's mm. just, just that a little little sweeter yeah. it's a little sweeter and they put it on fried chicken yeah so it's like is way really, better really than turkey mm. <laughs> I don't mind cranberry sauce, but I like it, of course, because it's kind of bitter and sour and weird. I think that it's fun to make cranberry sauce just because it is like that perfect complement to salty mm-hmm. or spicy, mm-hmm. like a little bit of orange rind. I like it. But, you know, I'm kind of kind of I don't know. Is it weird to like it? No, I don't think so. I saw one of my Internet videos recently as somebody took cranberry sauce, sliced it into little discs and then mm-hmm. uh dipped it in chocolate and so it's like these Ooh. chocolate 
covered discs of cranberry sauce. It's like sandwich size. That looked incredible. And I really want to try that. Do you know about my future, my fantasy future, where where I go um, to Grayland, Washington and work at the Cranberry Museum? No. I love this. (laughs) That's my plan is to every time I drive by there, which is often because I'm often down there. Uh, I'm always like, like I'm coming for you. I'm going to be the collections manager (laughs) and curator of special projects at the Cranberry Museum. That's so Pacific Northwest Emily Gilmore. (laughs) Totally. I just imagine like Lucy from Twin Peaks too, like that like that style (laughs) person would do that job. That style person. Is that a bog is um, there a cranberry okay. bog there are cranberry bogs there yeah wow. and the, actually there's an ocean an ocean spray oh. facility on the way out to the coast uh, there I remember those commercials those. the the two dudes in the bog yeah it's so one yeah. of them one of them was super hot oh really <laughs> is it ocean spray commercial is that your i don't remember that part about it but i love to look at cranberry bogs i love um, to look at I which i think makes me a great bogs. candidate to <laughs> yeah. be a staffer at the Cranberry Museum. <laughs> you heard it here Please first, folks. Support yeah. my goal. Yeah, I would pay to just like frolic around in a cranberry bog too. I wonder if they do that on tours. But if I know somebody who works at the museum, I'm getting into that bog. Well, I'll, <laughs> for free. ideally, I'll be able to tell you the house and the whys and the, all the things. I'll be there midnight every single night. We'll meet in the garage and we'll get in the cranberry bog. Just looking the at moonlight. the beautiful floating berries yeah. in the salty, in the confluence, right? So cool. That's like, yeah. Dig it. That, yeah. That'd be awesome. Thanks for your support. We are really like winding down. I know. I feel oh. like I have, like my, <laughs> I'm saying I, le- like I left two like 20 minutes minute. ago. I don't know. Okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> well, now That's I have to look totally at Ocean Spray cool. commercials to see this hot cran- cranberry bog guy. Oh yeah. He's super, he's smoking hot. Um, well, listener, thanks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> sorry. Listener, I'm falling asleep. Sorry. It's yeah, bedtime. Sorry. Uh, it's, oh shit, it is. It's, it's 10 p.m. Oh my God. How is that possible? When you wake up at 6.30 a.m. every day. I, they're going to need, they're going to need a Doc Snagger to get me out of bed. A <laughs> Doc Snagger. I can't believe what my life has become. <laughs> <laughs> That makes two of us. I also can't believe what your life has become. I know. I think that too. About uh, are you disturbed? Uh, the boats and me are disturbed. Been disturbed. Been disturbed. Did anyone notice that when Jennifer gets out of bed, Joe, you pointed out this scene where she like gets out of bed and she puts on this shawl that kind of makes her look like a rabbi, like, mm-hmm. but she puts on the shawl. But when she gets out of bed, she takes the bed pillow and turns it um, and puts it in the bed next to Jonathan oh. as if she is oh. about to Ferris Bueller it. Oh, like Why does like, she do that? So that he doesn't notice that she's gone, I guess? Is that what? Is that a thing? You're a couple. Is that a thing? No, That's I not, wouldn't do that. That is not something that I've done. I've thought Eric was a pillow before and it freaked me out a couple <laughs> times. But Are you calling me fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought you were a pillow <laughs> no i've never heard of that <laughs> with a married couple so that he or has something to cuddle couple? i mean i've I heard of like it was really unusual there's like those big anime body pillows that... i mean i re i i sometimes retuck 
if I get out of bed in the middle of the night, I will retuck the covers around you. Oh, really? That's cute. Yeah. Well, because it's cold. Like really oh. tight so that Joe can't <laughs> yeah, so move. I can't and get he out. has a nightmare about being like a <laughs> yeah. mom, by a snake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's it's unusual in the scene. It's like, really it's unusual. Not really... That whole scene is so bizarre and just like has no business being in this episode i don't know what they were it's like they needed some drama to be put in so they just maybe it was some b role that they cut that made sense with that i don't know oh but the I thing i wanted I don't to remember say what you're talking about at all yeah because it's not <laughs> it doesn't push the story forward it's just like oh her dad might be dead but he's not so that's i remember pointless. that i remember that moment but i don't remember the the cute pillow thing the thing I was going to say. Are we, are we on fire? Something's happening in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're getting arrested for talking so slowly about cranberries <laughs> yeah. and food at Thanksgiving. The only thing to do with we this We should house be arrested for that. Is to go fishing after you boat snag. Uh, you go fishing. And so the big thing, rewrite, like to spice up this dinner scene is like, I'm so ready for turkey. It's fish after they take the thing off because they caught so many fucking fish. This whole episode, why? Are, and they're not eating any fish. I don't think the entire time. So they're just like they're not, they didn't catch any fish either. They, no, Jennifer does at the beginning. Oh. Jennifer catches a fish. She catches That's like right. a whole pail full. Well, maybe they ate it last week. I guess so. Yeah, they ate it like the three weeks before Thanksgiving when they first got to this house. This We're really interrogating this pace. episode. Yeah, we should have really seen for it no reason at all with the like. <laughs> The That's the truth. 10 shots of stock footage of Washington, D.C. like <laughs> tourist destinations at the beginning. You know that you're not in for that much of a treat. Anyways, that's the end. Goodbye. Okay, Joe hates it. Yeah. Ellen, what are we doing next? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Yay. Next week, in whatever we're calling this thing where we talk about four holiday-based mm -hmm. episodes of Heart to Heart, we're going to be talking about A Christmas Heart, originally airing on December 21st, 1982. Mm. What happens in A Christmas Heart? I'll tell you. <laughs> Jonathan and Jennifer are robbed during a birthday party for Max and go undercover for Jingle Grams. Oh, yeah. I oh have God. been looking forward to watching the Jingle Grams episode again. Because <laughs> I remember how absurd that was. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there an explosion in this episode? Doesn't a building explode? There better be an explosion in every episode I that we watch for this little micro I, <laughs> Isn't this the episode where you revealed your vendetta against orphans? Uh, no, that, that had to was... have happened earlier. This was season four. Oh, yeah, that was definitely earlier. That might have been hmm. uh, tw it was the season for murder. Tis the season Tis for murder. the season for murder. Oh, and... and don't worry, listener, we will be getting to that. Yeah, we I will. promise. Yeah, I get the vibe that everybody's pretty worried. Yeah. Holiday based hearts. Holiday based hearts. Okay. We'll figure out a cute title. We must stop. Before yes. this ends. Yeah. Uh, listener, stop. thank you for Pull the emergency with us. I break. Can't, I can't get believe you're still snagger. with us. <laughs> I Are cannot you? believe it. Um, and. <laughs> I'm going to continue to not believe it unless you tell me otherwise by oh. writing to us yeah. at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. I actually <laughs> had to pause for a second and say, like, is that our email address? <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there's the Instagram at itwasmurderpod. 
where I got a great reminder uh, to post last week's episode <laughs> because I uh, in the uh, in the actual Thanksgiving hullabaloo, I forgot to fucking post the episode. Oh, my God. Uh, but luckily, I got it up uh, on Friday and Yay. and listener reminded me. Yeah. And I hope thank you. Listener. I hope that listener listened. <laughs> Thanks, listener. Wow. Or you're just like collecting them t- as evidence. <laughs> yeah. Can't, to cancel us. Yes. Um, what else? We hope you had a good Thanksgiving this year, and we hope you have a good Thanksgiving next year. I hope that if you celebrate it or if you don't celebrate it, I hope that you, excuse me, Jesus Christ. I hope that you share a meal with friends um, on a semi-regular basis because it's very important and it's very fun. Yeah. Um, I also hope that you get full night's sleep and consider pizza rolls. <laughs> Good God, I'm dying. Uh, what What are the other things? Uh, rate and review us mm-hmm. wherever you're listening. Send us your minute maxes if you want to do a minute max for a Christmas heart. Please do do it then. and send it. Send that uh, to the Instagram because that's easy. Uh, it's easier for me if if you want to send it somewhere else I will also find it there Um, and with that I bid you a good night (laughs) and I also bid a good night to Freeway (laughs) good night Freeway good night Freeway happy Friendsgiving good night Freeway wow wow